Restoration Church podcast, Behind the Sermon, where we get to sit in on a conversation between our pastors to hear about what they are learning, what they are teaching, and what God is doing throughout our church. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, welcome to Behind the Sermon podcast. I'm here with Pastor Stephen. It's me and him today. Hey, Pastor Stephen, how are you? Uh, good. I'm doing good. I'm good. excited for the demo today for oh, uh, yeah. Dover. So. Dover location. We rip out the final wall tonight in the ceiling grid. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be. It already looks bigger. Fun. It does. Yeah. One of the doors Chris took out. So you can kind of get an idea of like. I left our like storage space, which is a side door there and like realized, oh man, this is going to be auditorium in, yeah. in just a little bit. So it's pretty cool. Uh, I got something for us to try oh, and I got an extra one for Pastor Nate. <laughs> so throughout this series, since we got back from Wyoming, Pastor Nate's been talking about his sweet drinks he made he made a mountain woo at the wyoming mission and he trip. sold it he sold money he, uh, he, he had teenagers paying money yep. for mountain woo half mountain dew half pickle juice he made lemon lime and brine which was sprite and pickle juice Ugh. and then he made the malpractice which was dr pepper and uh pickle pickled jalapenos mm. so i was out with my kids this morning <laughs> we went to caliph's <laughs> country store in Barrington, and Ooh. I walked in, and sure enough, I found pickle-flavored soda. Oh, boy. And so I posted it on my Instagram. But, um, oh, yeah, that was a good open. There you go. Um, we're going to taste this because we started the trend. I've never seen pickle-flavored soda until Pastor Nate started talking about it. Me neither. So it smells <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it smells I, like pickle juice. I bet. I like it. Believe it or not. Really? Try it. Oh boy. Like I like it, but I don't. <laughs> it, oh, it actually, it, it is good. Yeah. They sweetened oh. it enough. Ain't, if you put enough sugar in anything, I'll eat it. What is the sugar amount? Uh, oh, it's probably second on the list. Well, 42. So oh, 84%. <laughs> oh, geez. So. The kids aren't as crazy as I guess they sounded in Wyoming because I, I wouldn't pay money for it again, but we have it. That's so if taste. you're going to be here this Sunday, I'm hoping, I don't know what Pastor Nate's going to do with it. Maybe he'll just keep it in his office. Maybe we'll do a giveaway Sunday morning. Whoever drinks the whole thing of pickle juice gets it. Maybe they answer a question to a trivia and they win said pickle juice. Something fun needs to happen. Either way, whenever you hear a pause and a refreshing slurp, know that I am drinking carbonated <laughs> sweetened pickle juice. 84% of sugar. It's like an answer to prayer. Speaking of prayer, uh, we, we are in a sermon series called uh, prayer. Called prayer. <laughs> um, and we, I haven't been able to talk to you about this. Right. this sermon series yet but uh and we've talked about it probably a little bit before but this was a series that you wrote you wrote all three weeks yes sir and you kind of pre-wrote them for pastor nate and then he went through it what how different was that for you to write an entire series that someone else was preaching uh it was fun uh, to be honest, because, uh, like for me, when I write my sermons, I just write it all because 
because English is not my first language, so I write word to word. Oh, okay. So if you do this, this is my actual doc of preaching. Yeah. So it's like word to word. I write it down. And you write then, out like a script. Yeah, whole yourself. script. Yeah. And then I don't preach it out, but it's just the sake of it. Like I'll write it down and yep. then Grammarly will do the corrections for me, you know, all that stuff. Kind of see if you did a funny, <laughs> a funny sentence or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so, so I can, I can learn that yep. and then preach that way. So it was, it was, and also like, I didn't think that I was writing it for him. I was just writing it for me. Yeah. So that's a habit that I, that's I cool. do. And then I just send it over when I was done and he didn't, he didn't say anything. So I was like, all right. Wow. You know, so he prayed it out of so it. So you did it perfectly. I think he had one week, right? I think he had mentioned there was one week he varied a little bit from your, from your layout. I don't remember if that was week one or week two. Week one I did. Oh yeah. You preached week one. That's I, right. I did week one. And then he preached week two. Week two was, that, week three. was that one pretty to this to yeah, pretty. Yeah, he oh, okay. stick to he stick to the uh, things uh, pretty much. Even uh, this week, he pretty much like ninety ninety nine percent. He did. He just changed the order of it. Mm. So I had few things written down in the beginning. So he preached that at the end. Yeah, and then he you. did. Uh, he did the last points and the first points. So yeah. Oh yeah, he started. So you have it written out. Um almost the ways to pray and then what kind he resists. And he, yeah. He, so he, he reversed. Yeah. He flipped. He broke the bad news first. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. I have, um, I have a testimony from this series. So oh. that was pretty cool. So did you put, or was it pastor Nate putting like the homework of set your, set your timer, um, put your phone in airplane mode and take some time like during the week. Was that? That was him. Okay. That was him for so doing it. So working through the idea of prayer and then giving the church that homework. Um, and I had shared, I had shared a little bit with you, but for people who are listening, they, they hadn't heard it. I've heard just um, different testimonies of people who have actually taken that time. Wow. And, um, and I just heard yesterday um, young guy tell me that he feels called into pastoral ministry Yeah, and that wow. he even talked through his quiet time being mm, mm. when that would be revealed more. Wow. And so he started doing the quiet time, started praying through and, and, you know, it kind of worked through the whole idea of like voice of God wasn't this big shout, wasn't this big audible thing, but it would just come into his head. Like maybe you should be a pastor. Right. And then he'd think like, okay, well, let me pray about that. Should I be a pastor? And then it was like overwhelming, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, should be yeah. a pastor. And like all that stuff. That's awesome. And, and yeah, so I think that's really cool. I think it's it's fun when we can hear testimonies of what we're teaching like right now. Right. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, that's so, awesome. That's a great yeah. example. Great I didn't testimony. know, have you heard anything? You know, I know a lot of people that actually did the homework, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I like when, when people actually <laughs> do it, when people actually do it. And I tried to as well. I, I set in my calendar and, and worked through like having some of that quiet time and working through that. Right. Yeah. I've learned, I've heard testimonies of, uh, of people saying it was, it was nice to listen to it mm -hmm. again because a lot of times we don't shut our phones Yeah, or we don't shut anything that we need to shut down before while we were in the presence of God. So it was just, 
Like we need to do that in order for us to hear him yeah. clearly. So I hear that a lot of yeah. testimonies and uh, uh, I don't know if if it is, if I could share the testimony that I shared with with you guys that one day, uh, the week that I preached here, uh, it was cool. Oh, like, yes. It was cool to see how God moved yeah. and, and it was awesome for that, even that family too. Uh, so if you're listening and you don't know the story, uh, after preaching, we had like an altar call kind of thing and we were praying and I just felt to pray for this family. I never met this family. And uh, while we started praying, they, God put something in my heart to speak and I was like, it's sensitive you know, it's really sensitive, but I'm like, uh, you know, like, should I talk or should I say, and I was like, Hey guys, are you praying for so-and-so? And they just broke the whole entire family. Mm. And they were like, yeah, we've been, we've been praying for this for a year now. Yep. And, uh, this was, this was a pretty sensitive yeah. topic. This was the second service. Second service. Yep. Yeah. Pretty sensitive topic. And, uh, they just broke and they were like last the previous day before hearing the sermon, they were like fighting in the way like, all right, mm. I'm going to walk away or like quit or is God even present? God even hearing us? And they even ask, Hey, if you're real, I want, I want a confirmation that yeah. you're speaking to us. You're, you're with us. And it was just right then. And they even shared that. I was like, wow, God, like it was just, you know, listening to him and yeah. being obedient in that. Yeah. You know, so I get those testimonies and, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to see people, people enjoyed listening to, yeah. like, it's always a common subject, right? Yep. It's always like prayer. Yeah. Do you pray, pray, you hear those, but just a confirmation about the teaching and yeah. things like that. It was just, yeah. Even your wife said, yeah, it's, it's always there, but to readdress it and teach it, mm -hmm. it was just a reaffirmation. All right. We need to do this. It's not just because you are a Christian, it's not an advantage. You got to do it, you yeah. know? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Talk me through. So, so I'm sure, I don't know if, if anyone listening has ever been scared to do what you did that first week, that idea of, Oh, I'm going to, I need to pray for this person. Mm. Um, how, how do you, do you just not care if you get it wrong? Yeah. If you say, Hey, you struggling with this? And they're like, no, I've never heard. Like I've, it's not a thing. You're just like, all right. Like you're just so, fine with that. And that's what moves you forward. Or, or you're just that confident. Like what, how does that look? And when did you start to develop that type of relationship with God where you were just ready to step out on a limb like that? A really good question. Thanks for bringing that up. Really good question. And, uh, and I guess a lot of people, even not me, even now, like I'm learning. And uh, yeah, I've been in places where I just said it and it was completely off topic. Mm. But that really pushes me. Yeah. You know, I take it as a challenge and it's God, I'm serving you. I'm preaching about you and I don't want to get wrong. Right. And, and again, it pushes me to be in that place where I got to listen to him. I got to pray more. I got to be in that connection. And because. Yeah, like, oh, I misheard. I must. Yeah. I need to work on my. 
listening skills. Yeah, more and shut down what you're hearing yeah. and then practice what you're supposed to be hearing, you know, because you can hear the natural happening, but you got to practice what you tend not to he- listen right. to. So that really pushes me. And honestly, I'm that person that I don't care. Kind of, kind of, kind of person like, you know, but I have ways that I speak to people. So I don't say, Hey, I know you're struggling with this. So, and so I asked them, Hey, told me, yeah, no, you know, so because we don't want them to think if it is wrong, Oh God is a mistake. Right. You know, but like I genuinely asked them, Hey, Hey, uh, are you struggling with this? And then it's a chance for them to open up and speak. Hey, no, I'm not. Then I'm like, all right, fine. Move on. Let's pray. Or then it's an opportunity for us to ask, Hey, can I specifically pray for you about anything? And they share. So it's kind of like, all right, I missed it, but I'm praying for whatever you want. Yeah. You still can minister and work through. But yeah. Yeah. So I don't go to, yeah, you're struggling. Yeah. God told me you're struggling with this. Let's pray. Right. You know, you you can, you can pretty much go wrong there. (laughs) Yeah. I've, I've heard speakers talk like that. Mm. And although sometimes like we've had guest speakers that talk like that, um, but they're still right. Right. And those people I'm like, Oh my God, those are the people that like, if you, you got something going on that you don't want people to know about. Like you leave the room when you find right, out right, like that right. person. Cause he's just like yeah, going um, for it. We've had guest speakers that, that do that. And I've always thought like, man, I want, I want to trust God that much. Right. But also like, I feel like if I started talking like that, it would instantly become me and not God talking <laughs> because I just start to get right. whatever judgy or work through mm. like how to get that out. Yeah. But I know that's like, that's such a powerful thing for God to do. Like that family that you spoke to, like there's no turning back from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for them, there's no, oh, that must, that might have been God. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because purely, yeah. Because obviously we're, we're sorry, we're speaking kind of in code because it wasn't a stream message and it is a private matter, but it's a private matter, but it's not like a super common matter like it's not an op- it's not a conversation you just like have with people no right? you know yeah it's not like hey are you struggling financially like right. we all are right now so that's a dumb question right. and, you know you were you were being really pointed and working through and so that's like such a testimony for them to hear god speak you know really i i remember you know i i always struggle to i i'm probably the same as you i always work through um I never want to insert God right. where he should, where he wasn't not where he shouldn't be. Cause he should be everywhere, where yeah. he wasn't. Right. So even if I'm feeling like I should pray for this person, I mm. want to say, Hey, it's, it's on my heart. God put it on my heart to pray for you right. about this or whatever. I never want to say like, Hey, God wanted me to tell you mm. this. Yeah. But on the flip side, I remember, you know, when we had first started not first started, but there was a point in my life where we had done services about Holy Spirit baptism and all these other right. things. And, and I had gone up, got, tried to get prayer mm-hmm. and I, I did not get mm-hmm. baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
And so I started to study it more mm -hmm. and to work through it because I wanted it really badly. Right. And I wanted it to not be fake. I wanted to work through it. And I still remember I got a text from someone who attends church here, um, who's a great friend, who it was like I was going all day doing studies, mm -hmm. praying. And I was like, man, I just want, I want the, this gotten yeah. so badly. And I felt I was feeling defeated in my in my walk because I couldn't figure out why I was holding back. And, right. and I got this text that just said, hey, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know what you're working through. God wants you to know, uh, or God wants me to tell you to keep pursuing it. Mm. Keep pursuing what you're doing. Mm. Um, you're almost there or something. I don't remember right. the full text. I should try and go through my phone and find it. But that was like, I can't step back now because while I always have well, we always have things we're working on with God. Like mm. I was being really deliberate mm. in that. And I have multiple friends that I like screenshot and sent to. I was like, oh my gosh, like this just oh, happened. Right. And that just provides a testimony for mm. me of like, God is watching everything that's happening. He right. loves me enough to tell me through other people. Mm. And so I just love when that happens. Right. Um, and it's such a cool gift that everyone has. Like Everyone has it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people mistake and categorize Oh, it's for pastors or it's for the prophets, right. you know, like, oh, they own that ministry or yeah. they only they can have it. It's you can have it. Who is listening? You can have it. It's yeah. just it takes a lot of work. It's just building that muscle, right? Building right. your muscles. It's just constant, yeah. you know, consistent in building those muscles, your muscles to hear God, your muscles to get to know him as your best friend, mm. you know, things like that. As you said, pursuing uh, deliberately to right. know him, uh, you know, he will give it to you. Uh, you know, it's, he, he can because he's able to do right. it. So, but let me ask you, was there any, any moments in your life where, uh, you know, you kind of differentiated between God and your thoughts and it, it went, it went off to where I thought it was God, but it ended up being me, or yeah. the other way around. I thought uh, it was me, but it ended. You thought it was God, but it ended up your thought. Oh, I think more often than not, I'm functioning the other way around. Mm. I more often than not, I'd have to be really positive right. that that I'm hearing from God before I'm going to put his name on it. Right. Because I don't want to do him, you know, it's one of those things. It's the fear. I don't want to do him a disservice right. by being like, God wants me to tell you to to knock off your crap. And God meant that for me. And I just told someone else. Like, you right, know what I mean? Right, like right. um like something uh that that's like more often than not, I think that's more the direction that mm -hmm. I go. Um because I, I'm just super slow to process that. Right. Um, I, I'm probably the least, like, I, I don't like people who over-spiritualize. Mm. So sometimes maybe I under-spiritualize. Right. So if I think I hear from God, I'm going to, I'm going to like flip through my Bible a little bit. Just yeah. make sure. Yeah. Uh, let's make sure this 100% right. not, uh. Your, not my own thought. Yeah. Let's make sure it's backed by the Bible. Then at least, right. then at least if I say it's from God, I didn't go against the word of God. Right. You know? And so, so I think more often than not, I tend to fall on the other side mm. to where um, there's probably more that God would like to say through me. Right. Um, but I'm so filtered that that's a piece that I'm working through. Right. It's kind of more. And how, how like maybe even uh, people listening to it, 
uh, you know, we are talking about listening to God and stuff mm-hmm. like that. How, how, what are your, some of your practices that you have in your life that you know, hey, it's God. Yeah. Uh, you know, like maybe listeners might have different, different things that they know or maybe they want to know, mm-hmm. hey, how do you know God is speaking to you? Yeah. How do you know that this is the right thing that I'm, um, do you have any? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so some of the practices that I do, I, I'm an audio mm. book kind of person. Right. So I have a, an app called dwell and that's like an audio book. Um, it's all, the, all these different translations of the Bible right. and, and work through. There's like, you can mix music behind it oh, really? because I'm just really into like, yeah. just, I like that stuff to be really high quality. Yeah. So I pay, uh, a yearly membership mm. for this. Um, and I'll put it on a lot while I'm cleaning or mm. while I'm, you know, so just this morning I, I throw it in my head and I, and I either go through a plan that they have, or I just pick a book and kind of listen through it. Right. One of the things that I try and do is I, f- I feel like God kind of captures my attention um, through that. Mm. And so mm. I'll be listening to a book of the Bible and I'll hear something stand out more than the rest. Mm. Um, cause I'm working, I'm cleaning up, I'm listening, I'm right. listening to the, the word of God. And so then I'll hear something and I'll kind of just rewind it again to be like, almost like it felt like someone was just like, Hey, pay, you know, you pay, pay attention, attention. Yeah. listen to this a little bit. And so I kind of backspace a little bit on the audio and then I just kind of stop and, and listen. Mm. And, um, a lot of the times that, that brings a lot of healing for me in a lot of different areas. It, it feels like it works out very timely mm. to things I'm scared of, to things right, I'm right. working through. And so I'm kind of like, I have it on play. Mm. So that's my automatic, um, like God has an opportunity at, at any minute. Right. Kind of just tap me on the shoulder, God, if I'm at the chapter you need me to listen to. Mm. And I'll listen to it for me first and then, you know, kind of work through it. So that's one that I do probably probably without thinking a lot. Right, I just right. throw on headphones and, and hit play. Yeah. Um, Another one that I've been trying to do since we've been going through this series, since I've been reading um, or going through the ruthless elimination of hurry is if I'm, I'm trying to run more often, go for runs more often. I used to do it a lot. I'll run out to a certain point and then I'll kill all my devices. I'll Mm -hmm. take my watch off, put it in my pocket, um, take my headphones out and all that. And I'll spend the rest of, and I'll walk back Mm -hmm. in silence and just let that be a time like, Hey God, I'm, you know, there's no timer. I'm, I'm stuck out here until I'm home. Right, right. So this is, this is our time. And I try and do based off of like what pastor Nate was sharing and, and everything mm-hmm. else. Like I'm going to try and just shut myself yeah, off. Yeah. yeah. Um, I loved in, the um, in the ruthless elimination of hurry, they asked like mother Teresa and in an interview, they were like, Hey, what do you, what do you say to God? when you, when you pray mm. and she like paused for a second and thought, and then she was like, nothing, I listen. Mm. And so then wow. the, the guy interviewing is like, okay, well, when you pray to God, then what does he say? Mm. And she like paused again for a second. She's like, nothing, he listens. And like, there's that <laughs> beauty of this yeah. silence that you're yeah. supposed to have. And so since I've heard that, I've taken mm. the pressure off like, I need to hear from God in this moment. This walk is important for my life. Like if I don't hear from God, I got to make another few laps. Mm. And so I've taken the pressure off, but that's, those are probably the two things that I do the most. That's like, Mm. 
I'm just trying to give God opportunity to slap me in the face and, right. and say whatever he wants to say to me. And, mm. and, um, that's been recent in my life. That's really been recent and I've, I've really enjoyed. That's awesome. I've really enjoyed the time. I love and, the part that you said you walk back in silence. Yeah. Which is hard. Yeah. And like, cause I like to think about stuff. Mm. I like to think about worship. Mm. I like to think about Sunday morning worship. So, you know, many people can just like zone out, focus on God during worship music. I'm thinking about if it works for a congregation. Right. I'm thinking right. of how our church would like this song. Right. And so I start listening to really obscure, weird stuff that couldn't be played at church because then I can pay attention mm. to it. Mm. You know, so the silence I think is a big, a big deal. And I know friends who like, they were so scared of silence that they never let it happen. Mm. And there's some deep healing that they needed. Right. And some deep processing that needed to happen right. that they'd never let happen. Wow. And it's that whole idea of like, you know, we even talked about last week that, well, if I work through this, I know the answers. Right. I don't want those answers. Yeah. And I don't want to get to that point. In my mm. life, you know? Yeah. What about you? What do you, what are your rhythms? And uh, I personally, I personally don't have any that mm. I follow uh, other than uh, I love prayer. Yeah. It's just, I like it. And uh, as much as I can, I do it personally. Uh, I have, I have habits that I do fasting three times. So year at least. Oh, okay. Uh, so beginning of year, mid of year and ending uh, end of year, I do fast. And in between when, uh, when I'm going through things and stuff like that, I s seek his face more than anything. Yeah. It's just a, a habit that I, mm. I'm still working on it. Uh, so that's, but more, more than that, I just, you know, I want to get to know him yeah. as, as everything that I can while living here. So, uh, and you know, stepping out of faith. That's, that's most that I do. Mm. Like, as I said, I've, I've done things to like said to people, Hey, you're struggling with this. They're like, Nope. I'm like, Oh, all right. That's fine. I need to work on my relationship. You know? Yeah. So I work. So I, that you know, really, that can, that can challenge me. I, I love your personality because <laughs> like that would shatter some people. <laughs> I just think you, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> like, tell me. Why are you lying? Uh, you know, yeah. Like you so can, chill. you can just take it personally and say, Hey, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm not doing ministry anymore or I'm not going to pray anymore because you thought you were good at it. Right? right. Like, because you are, maybe you're spending two hours, an hour, but you failed. And when talking to people, yeah, you struggle. They're like, Nope. I'm like, what the heck? I spend an hour every day. Yeah. And still, I'm not listening right. to him, you know. So it can it can crush your spirit, or like you can take it as a challenge and say, you know what, what the heck, just go to go back, listen to him more, right? And then try it because I personally remember when I started ministry, you know, like I I was in Africa and mm. doing ministry, and this guy said to preach the next day, and he said it's going to be signs and wonders bring everyone. And this is my first time I've never preached in my whole <laughs> life. Right. I'm like, what the heck are you doing? He's my leader. Yeah. So I'm like, I cannot say no. So I'm Googling all the stuff. And then I wrote the whole three 
three-point message and stuff like that. And then I started preaching. And then I called for altar call and started praying. And literally, I saw tumors leave. Wow. You know, demons just, you know, manifesting and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. So I really took it on me, as as you said earlier, like I did personal. I yeah. took it as a personal. So, oh, I can do this. Yeah. You know? So next day. Oh, this is my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I did it. I yeah. did it. Honestly, I did it. I was I like, oh, this is, this is cool. I can do this. Yeah. Ignore God. Ignore God. Ignore what he did in that meeting. Yeah. Next morning, uh, I I went, preached, did the same thing. Nothing happened. Yeah. Nothing wow. happened. I prayed. Nothing happened. People were just standing and staring at me. I'm like, what on earth? Humiliation, right? Yeah. In front of people. That really break my heart. And I said, God, I repent right there. I repent, like, because I knew where my heart yeah. was. It's like, oh, Steve could do things. Yeah. Steve could heal people. Steve could, set. yeah, this is my gift set or this is my thing right now. And I repented that night. Next yeah. morning, third day, I went, prayed. Again, healing happened. So early, that was early, first ministry yeah. that I ever preached or that moment God ta taught me that it was not me, it was right. him. And from then it was just, God, you do it. You know, like the point we walk humbly before the Lord. First Chronicles chapter 7, 14. Yeah. You know, I learned that early on in my ministry. Yeah. I was, God was gracious to me. But, you know, that, that kind of stuff, like, and now it's just taking that step. Hey, you know, I've heard, I'm, I was praying, you were in my heart. Are you going through this? Yeah. No? All right, that's fine. Yeah. Can I pray for you? How can I serve yeah. you? How can I pray for you? So those are kind of the things that I I do to just keep good. keeping in connection with uh, with God. That's good. You think through too, like to take the pressure off people. If you're, if you are, um, it's like, I don't remember if it was on the podcast or just in conversation. Um, like what you do when you hear from God, what you do after the fact reveals kind of how hard you're holding onto your mm. gift set. Right? right. So you even think through, like if you go to someone and say, Hey, are you struggling with this? If they're, if they're really struggling in it. There's like a 50% chance, probably an 80% chance. They're going to say no right. regardless, but you're, but you're letting them know, mm. Hey, God knows God's, right. God's and God's starting to, to talk to people because they want to, he wants to help you. And, right. You know, and you think through like, you don't even need to feel defeated if they say no, because it could, it could still be a yes. And you've still been obedient. I think that's an important piece of like, whether you fail or not, like you were trying to be obedient to God. Right. You weren't trying to tear anyone down. No. You were trying to help someone. Yeah. And so if the worst case that happened was you just got it wrong, that's cool. But best case, you, you kind of knocked on that door and you helped them and maybe a year when they're, healed up a little more they can come to you and say like hey i actually was like and i still am and right. whatever like that whole thing like right and it's always that way uh you know god works god works instantly when you're open to it yeah you know like you know jonah he ran away from god and then he didn't he disobeyed completely yeah when god told him to go and preach and 
he ran away and even in the uh even in the stomach of a fish whatever like he he repented there yeah. and got said god i'm sorry like you know put me back in the track and i'll do whatever yeah, you yeah. say I'll do it. I you get know it. like god gives chances is the same thing as you said like you know if we are open to what he wants to do mm-hmm. he, healing is instant yeah but then you know i have people text me or even you you might come across this you know people text you after like for a while and then yeah what he preached that day mm. like few years ago yep. it's still in my heart i'm like what i never knew yeah i never oh, I knew i thought that flopped yeah like <laughs> like last week instead of last week somebody came to my office and they said hey can i talk to you i'm like yeah sure you can talk to me i just wanted to know i've been attending the search for a while but the first day you came like i came into this building you greeted me and i'm like yeah all right and the next week you were there and you knew my name you called my you called me by my name mm-hmm. and said hey so and so nice to have you here that really impacted me i'm like wow. what and i never knew like you don't know the I, impact yeah it. i don't know yeah. the impact but for him to come and say yeah that just that act hey so and so called by their name and said hi welcome to church really impacted and i'm like I never knew that happened. Mm. Thanks for sharing. You you never know what's impacting. Yeah. So, taking that step and saying, "Hey, I'm praying for you. You might be or may not be right. you, you you're not ready to accept it, but saying, "Hey, yeah, willing to do it." It just, you know, yeah, you worst might case, be you're just trying to be obedient. Yeah. You're just trying to please God. Yeah. There's no harm. Right. Unless so, unless you're unless you're shouting weird things to people that, that are clearly not from God and you, th- and you think that, but right. Just want to state for the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I knew I should have yelled at him for his, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything, but again, it's, <laughs> it's always come back to you, right? Yeah. Like, so, you know, so-and-so's people's secrets or like their inner life yeah, and, and then going to them or going to their friends and say, Hey, God told me this about this. Uh, just be careful. Yeah. You know, it will really, it will, with my experience at least, it will come right back to you. God mm. will hit you if, if you don't repent. Like yeah. I've got hits. Uh, again, it's all learning curves, right? Like mm. in my young ministry, you know, I've learned it. So I stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, better stop it than like getting hits from God yeah. and destroying your ministry, mm. you know, because it can ruin your ministry easy. Yeah. So, so tell me about you had, you had in here, what, what kind of prayers God resists answering and pastor Nate, obviously he talked about that too. Um, you had, you had written that out and, and thought it was an important part of this. Like, do you think, do you think we get stuck in that a lot? Like we, we pray a lot of prayers that God would resist because we're sinful at heart or like, just tell me, why that was such a key portion to put in for you. Yeah, because, you know, we we always go to God with the request. Yeah. Right? God, you know, we thank you for all this, this so-and-so, but now I'm praying for so-and-so, right? But we always, like I was sharing this uh, in Plymouth, we always 
tend to ask requests and give requests to God, but not knowing, not getting to know who we are praying to. Yeah. Like, so I showed an example was this, that if I have a coin in my hand, in my fist, and then we are saying, God, I want this, I want this, I want this, and I want this. And ultimately, like the money is in your hand, you get the money, but we forget who's holding the money. So that's kind of prayer. So, mm-hmm. so it's like we we go to God with request, and each finger just opens up, and then we're like, God gives this to us, right? And then we are blessed, and we are so and so. But we always kind of like in in our back of mind, we forget who the source is. Mm. God is our source. Yeah. We we forget about that. Yep. We all we need what we want. Right. So I think that hinders hinders our prayer. Like we're going to Him with material things or right. fleshly lust. God, if I just had that espresso machine, yeah, I could <laughs> I could serve or like if I, I could, could drink great espresso in the morning. Yeah, if I had <laughs> if I had the best mentors, I will be a successful leader. Mm. If I if I God give me. 10 more people so I can grow my hospitality team. Yeah. You know, going with him, but not knowing that you already have two people. What are you doing with them? Yeah. You know, how are you taking time to grow Mm. in their relationship? Do you even know what their struggles are? Right. Do you know what they're going through? Are are they sharing? But you want more. We ask more, but we don't look around and see, oh, wow, this is a blessing yeah. that we are here already. It, it's like the what Pastor Nate shared on Sunday when he, I like how he talked through how he'll address his his flesh half of the prayers. Right. Is right. Like ultimately, as is I'm finding most cases with God, he it's the heart. It's the heart issue, mm-hmm. right? It's always a heart issue that right. if your prayers aren't being answered, it's because the heart behind the prayer, there's something wrong about it. So exactly. again, like like he said, God, I want I want this church to be to be a mega church, right. meaning mm-hmm. we're reaching thousands of people that have never heard about Jesus. We're seeing lives transformed that that no one has been able to do in New Hampshire, and it makes it obvious that you're moving. But also like that tithe would look pretty good right? <laughs> and, and maybe we could, you know, increase some pay, hire more people. Right. Like, you know, you have like that half of it, but if you're praying with only the, the selfish heart, mm. like God's not gonna, not gonna answer that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. God grow this church because I'm trying really hard and I want to feel successful. Right. God, like, wake this person up into stepping into full-time ministry because I was the one who led them to Jesus and I want to be someone who led a pastor to Jesus. Right. Whatever. Right, right. The heart behind it is always the peace. And I loved that Nate, that Pastor Nate works through like, all right, God, let me think through this prayer and I'll just name what would be um, my flesh in it. Right. Then it's like we've, we've, you already knew now I've said it, it's there, but can I separate that and just pray for the, for the real heart that I should have. And, and, and also coming with an open heart, right? Like yeah. he told, he will genuinely have a conversation. Hey, this is my flesh. Yeah. Like a lot of people tend not to do that because they're right. like, Oh, what would God think about me? Or is it even right to 
talk to him that way or like yeah you know he knows it right even before you go to him he he knows it all but even then he's to say you know you ask right you know you pray you pray i know it but even then you pray right because i want to hear from you right you know not just a thought but i want you to say hey yeah i struggle with so and so or i'm dealing with this i have i have a screwed up marriage i want i want help you know so so and so genuine talk you know even pastor nate said hey if you if you cuss and you know that is that is how you talk to god do it right you know you know like there's no like you know yeah this is how this is the criteria right you know go to him holy you know nothing like that but yeah. if you know everyone has a different it's, it's, walk it's, and it's really it, it's the ops like like it's anti that almost right. when jesus is like don't use lengthy words don't right. try and sound spiritual like that's right. easy right to sound that way yeah what's hard is to have a conversation that's real and genuine and right and honest and i think that's because even people will take like they'll take even like the Lord's prayer mm. as like, no, that's, you say this every day. Jesus right. told us to, but it's like, you forget before he taught us that he said, don't do spiritual or mm. religious mm. prayers with big words. And right. you know, it's, it's all about like having that. If you can't be real in a room alone with God, like you, you need to figure out like, right. like what's <laughs> happening inside of you. You know yeah, what I mean? Pure. Like, One more example is like the fleshly lust is, I just thought about is before uh, the prayer that we do before prayer, uh, before eating food. Yeah, you know, Father, we thank you for the food, but are you really meaning it yeah. in your heart? You know, like are you really giving God the it's glory true. because you have food, or just you're just yeah? This is a tradition that we did long back, and now we're carrying it, yep. and we're just you know. But now it's weird, to, like, because what's your solution? Do you get rid of it, or do you try and mean it? <laughs> Right, like yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. You know, and then all of a sudden they're like, "This pastor doesn't pray before he eats." No, because I didn't actually <laughs> care. I'm so disconnected from my food in America that I don't actually care. Right, no hands prepared. This a robot cut this chicken up. <laughs> but you, you know yeah, what no, I'm saying? I, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, you. are like, you even that? like following that traditional? Yeah. Why do you pray? You know, like, or do you really mean and thank God? God, thank you for the food on on my table like i really there's yeah. people who don't even don't even have this privilege yeah. to eat but i'm really thankful or like god all right you know bless yeah. his food it's a traditional you know amen. whatever in you know, amen you know so lustful lustful right. thoughts or fleshly lust yeah. material things so i think it's really important that you know you know when we do all those just to check our heart before we come yeah. because it can hinder hinder our prayers it can hinder our blessings you, you know what this is just a side note with still with the food because yeah. you know always i find it weird to pray and thank god for food <laughs> like and you say like bless to our bodies when uh, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. crappiest food you could have <laughs> like i always like anytime like if i'm out and we're just running somewhere and getting McDonald's. Right. I was like, bless this food to our bodies. <laughs> like, I just think it's a fun, like, it's funny when you step back and think about, man, it's, 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 it's pretty ritualistic if we right. don't mean it. And like, maybe like 
thank you God for the finances for to be able to buy this, but I know it's not a blessing to my body, but I'm just putting it in there anyway. Like, right, right. you know what I mean? I just always find that funny when you pray like bless this fried chicken and French fries right. with a roll on the side to my body mm. and um, turn it to, to a salad on the way down. Oh boy. <laughs> like it's just, it's just such a funny You've you've convicted me even more about the way Sorry. I pray about my dinner. It's still no, even, even yeah. for me. Like you know, sometimes we just don't even think about yeah. what we have, but we want more. We yeah. still go to God. God, give me more. Right. But you know, we still don't go to Him and thank Him for what He has already provided right. in our heart. Right. Again, it's your heart. It's right. our hearts that matters. You do whatever, but your God checks in your hearts. Yeah. Like, are you genuinely wanting that relation or thanking him for what he has already given to us, yeah. which can resist our uh, prayers from uh, answering? Yeah, that's so good. Do you, um, I know you've worked through it too. Do you have any um, book recommendations, podcast recommendations if people are trying to pursue prayer a little bit more, I, uh, I think I've, I've told a uh, dangerous yeah, I, prayers by. Yep, and Craig, I brought that up too. This yeah? is our third time bringing it up on this show. Uh, it, it is really good, it's book. good book. It's a really good book, and he's, he's super a good honest. author. Yeah, he's super honest in it, like about himself. Yeah, yeah. I I thought it was really good the way he, he he'll make you feel good about yourself because of how yeah. honest he is about him. Yeah, he's really. He opens up a yeah. lot about his life. I've brought it up before, but in case people were listening to your story at church of praying for those people, um, Rod Loy wrote a book, Immediate Obedience. Mm, mm. Um, and I, I think that book's pretty good. I did not finish it. Mm. I felt like I got the point. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. like bad, <laughs> but like he was a good writer. I think it could have been like a booklet. Mm. Um, but I think what he shared, he shared stories of that exact stuff. Like he didn't want to mm. listen to God because he was nervous about it. And then he started this model in his life of doing it. So we've brought that up before, but that one's, um, that one's really good. I like that one a lot. And then, um, I think that's really the, yeah. the two that are the, the most for me. I really did like dangerous, dangerous prayers, um, and working through that. But um, cool. Well, it was yeah. a good series. I think you did a really good job Thank with you, it, sir. Pastor Stephen. It was um, it was challenging even for me, like getting the different viewpoints and working through it. I like you I, as it's obvious. Like I'm trying to put practices in place because I'm bad at it, mm. and so I want to be good at it. And so I'm trying to make it intentional. Like I'm not ritualistic about my right. my prayer, but I almost have to make it a rhythm, right. or else I'll realize. I've neglected my time with God quite right. a bit. And so hearing your stories and even Pastor Nate's stories have been really mm. cool. So I appreciate you tackling something that could have been really basic and like, oh, I know all about prayer. I don't mm. have to listen and still putting information that that taught me and I know taught countless other people taught who are new too. to the faith. <laughs> yeah, right. So you learn a ton while you're writing too. Right. And, um, and I, we've gotten a bunch of stories of people being challenged to pray. So just appreciate you and uh, writing that Thank out God for that. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully we'll see you at team night. Uh, if you're listening to it today uh, or if you're listening to it on Thursday, July 7th, 
see you tonight. But um, it's going to be really fun for that. And then we're going to hear Pastor Nate preach uh, standalone. We do have some guest speakers coming up. We have, I think it's either two or three weeks of guest speakers. Hmm. Um, so Pastor Travis, Travis is going to be coming to yeah. preach for some. We have a missionary. Um, I don't remember her last name. Her name's Doris. And then I have absolutely no clue who the third one is. Me but neither. I'm sure it is amazing. Um, so hopefully we can figure out, I'd love to try and do some scheduling to try and get them on the podcast, but if oh, not, nice. then we'll still be able to, to talk be cool. about their sermon and all that. So love and you guys. Baptisms. This Baptisms Sunday. are this Sunday. Yeah. So if you've given your life to Jesus, that'd be awesome for you to take that step. Next step yeah. So we have, yeah, we got a bunch happening at every location. Yeah. So yeah, you should sign up for those too. Anyway, love you guys. We'll hear from you next week.